This week, how is Germany's leadership coping with the epidemic? Megan describes the situation in Berlin schools, while Conrad explains the constitutional limbo we're currently in. Also, the AFD has plucked out its wing. It's time for Megan's Megacan, recorded in separate parts of Berlin, so you may notice a slightly different acoustic situation. Welcome to a special lockdown edition of Megan's Megacan in partnership with Ex-Berliner magazine. Yeah, we're coming to you from my kitchen and the man cave, really, study, study. It's more, it's not, it's more of a study of Conrad Werner. Hello, Conrad. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, just about. Okay, um, good. And um, we are having uh, to record this remotely because as everybody knows, I don't think there's possibly anyone who would not know, like, we're doing social distancing now, aren't we? Because we're trying to avoid spreading COVID-19, yeah. otherwise known as the coronavirus. I mean, I didn't realise until this week how much social distancing I do anyway. Like, I don't really, <laughs> I was hardly anyone. I, my life hasn't really changed that much. Right. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> They, you know, they, the only person I've spoken to in person all week is the man who's been painting my stairwell outside. And that was only because I had to get past him to get downstairs. And I was like, oh. and then he, then we had, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, color schemes and when I would be in so he could paint my door. But that is literally the only person I've not, I've spoken to face to face all week. I haven't, didn't touch him, by the way. And I kept a distance. Good. Abstand. I didn't know. Keep yeah. a distance. Okay. Yeah, well, for a lot of other people who aren't you, um, life has changed somewhat dramatically. <laughs> because you've been told to stay in, stay in our homes. It's like it's like our total new normal. Every thing that anyone's talking about now is this. And obviously we're going to talk about it um, today. But dear God, let's drink. Yeah, let's drink. Um, I, and I couldn't, I this to, week you've had to um, get your own mega can. What did you go for? I Yeah, it was a strange uh, situation for me having to like choose a mega can from the array that was in the Spirti downstairs. I disinfected it when I got home. I well got done. a Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels Lynchburg Lemonade. Oh, okay. I got um, a... Bombay dry and tonic because mm. I really like this. And mm. in troubled times, it's good to go with the old. Uh, it's a classics. comfort can. Comfort yeah. nugget can. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I it on my. The sign quality might be a bit different this week for our. Um, oh god, that's delicious. Um, our listeners, because yeah, I mean, if I've managed to set this up that I'm recording myself, it will be a miracle. <laughs> Nothing short of a miracle. Um, okay. This week, I have mainly been really trying to become like a teacher who uses tech and then having a terrifying realization that the only reason I've ever, ever, ever been able to use tech in my classroom successfully is because there's been like um, an IT person in the school who is amazing and they always are. Or usually there's like a 15 year old 
boy that I'm just like, uh, can you? <laughs> and neither of those are in my home. And it's really awful. Um, anyway, yeah. so we are, we keep talking about lockdown, but we're not really in lockdown, are we, Conrad? What's, what's no. going on? Germany is in a kind of in-betweeny state this weekend, especially Berlin. Germany has decided, the German government has decided that they would wait and see how people behave on Saturday, <laughs> today, to see if they follow the rules. And if they don't follow the rules, we will have a total lockdown on Monday. Now, a lot of people are saying this is not a very sensible strategy because obviously people are going to not follow the rules because they're going to know this is their last chance to go out. So people, I think you're going to have a lot of people out. It was quite sunny today, especially in Berlin. And uh, although it was a bit chilly, but it was sunny. And I think that you'll find that a lot of people will be breaking the rules because what Merkel and I think the German government doesn't understand is that people will do whatever they are allowed to do and not what they're not necessarily what they're told to do by doctors and stuff and I would definitely count myself in that category right um so um I don't know yeah but it is different difficult I think for people to wrap their heads around like we shouldn't be meeting in groups if we're still kind of allowed to meet in groups yeah and in the weird new normal that we have, um, it's quite interesting being somebody who uses dating apps in the age of Corona and sort of trying right. to like, how does social distancing affect that? And I've just been having to chat with someone who was like, oh, well, we're still not on total lockdown, so we could go and have a Schweetie beer. I'm like, no. Right. Just because we're not on total lockdown doesn't mean that. And it's not yeah. painting me in a very sexy light. I've lost my it's hot. devil may care mystique. I'm just like, no, you have to stand two meters away from me in a fucking park. Exactly. Yeah. And um, obviously it is bad because the doctors are saying that unless we um, all behave as if we are infectious, which is what which is the whole point of this. We are going to, the people who are infectious and don't know it are going to infect people and people are going to die. And thousands, and if we didn't do this, thousands more people will die. The hospitals would get overwhelmed. They're already pretty overwhelmed. There aren't enough intensive care units and, and people who are old and people who have had chemotherapy and other, other things are going to be left to die because they're going to try. This is the, like, this is what's happened in Italy. It's a really bad situation. I think that a lot of governments like France and Italy and Spain have done a total lockdown because they've realized and they've had a really big problem that we have to force everyone to stay in their homes. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to control the situation. But then, of course, the government in Germany is like an in-between state, partly because the individual states are in charge of handling crises and uh, responding to a crisis situation, which means that yeah. all the different states in Germany are on different states of lockdown. The most draconian is Bavaria. They mm-hmm. uh, uh, declared a state of emergency on Monday. And now there is a total lockdown situation in Bavaria, yes, uh, where they've had also had quite down. a lot of, and and there are increasing calls for the other states to in, have a, mm-hmm. a total lockdown. But what would have to happen in Germany for it's it's quite difficult for the the government itself to declare a whole state of emergency because 
I think Germans are a little bit more wary, and I think Angela Merkel especially is very is a, is a bit more wary about draconian measures and forcing mm. people to stay in their homes than yeah. other countries are. So I think that is a problem. I think that um, this is like a an, like an extremely special situation. So Merkel did a speech this week, she and did. Where she, for the Some first time, unusually. Yeah, she only ever does televised nationwide addresses on New Year's Eve. She always does one on New Year's Eve, but this was like mm-hmm. for the first time she did one in a in 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 when it's not a holiday. She tried to strike a very you know reassuring tone, but at the same time saying this is the greatest challenge that Germany has faced since World War Two, which you know is, which is like you have to be careful, <laughs> have to be careful how yeah. you phrase that. I mean, as a yes, German, any anyway. generalizations about anything that happened in Germany in the twentieth century is yeah tricky. So I mean, so they have to like, uh, and and at the same time, she was like. It is an extremely situation, uh, dangerous situation, extremely dangerous virus. But you shouldn't panic either, and you shouldn't hoard food because holding food only makes it worse. Now yeah. it's really hard to tell people not to panic, but also take it seriously. Like it's really like a a fine line, and I think that um, a lot of people are panicking, and that's why they're buying yeah. all this food and toilet paper. You couldn't, which is weird, friends. isn't it, with the toilet paper? so weird she got up this morning as i was just like lazing in bed it's my poor friend who's moved from america to come to berlin and have a really great life (laughs) and it's like no you won't be doing that you'll be staying indoors with a northern irish woman who's wearing a series of (laughs) odd cardigans that she's not washing um (laughs) So, welcome to Germany, Sarah. Um, But she went out this morning because she woke up at like 7.30 and couldn't get my sleep. You fucking bought us toilet paper and I'm so happy. Why? Were you running out? as well, the toilet paper. Yeah, well, we were down to like the last little bit, but we... You're sharing the last two sheets. But then I was like, I was... Speaking of my aunt, who's up at their kind of like cottage up in like northern Canada, and I was like, it was her birthday, so I was like, I think I'm going to run out of toilet paper. And she was like, oh, for goodness sakes, I haven't had toilet paper for two weeks. So put me in my face somewhere. I get, like, I watched the speech. I was slightly inebriated on wine at the time, but in a way, I mean, I find Angela Merkel quite reassuring. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. And I think it was good, but it, you're right. It's hard to sort of be like, right, well, nobody panic and nobody hamster buy, which is my new favorite German phrase. But also, could you all stop going to the park and sitting around with beers? You maniacs. Yeah. And, um, and stop taking your children to playgrounds. Playgrounds, big issue, uh, especially in Berlin, because yeah. the, the, the government of Berlin did not want to shut down the playgrounds which everyone thought was what got was criticized a lot they cl- shut down everything else but then didn't shut down the playgrounds yeah. and everyone was like well that is insane because it's impossible kids to keep disgusting. young children kids kids are uh, you know infect each other all the time that's why we've closed the schools and mm-hmm. you can't keep them 1.5 meters apart you, so the I'm individual trust me, I've tried 
So the individual districts of Berlin did close down their playgrounds, which meant that some parents were going to other districts to find an open playground, which also is a really bad situation. So like, it's funny because on, if you spend a lot of time indoors anyway, like me, and online anyway... There's like a there's like a, a situation of panic all the time on social media and <laughs> no one is talking about anything else on social media at the moment. And so I'm like in this sort of panicky like state of mind all the time. And then I go, oh, I do need to actually do some shopping at some point and go outside, maintain a sense of mental health. So I go outside and everything's just normal and people are really calm. And having yeah. a nice time. Go on, what have you been doing? You've, well, you yeah, work in a school. I've been having quite a lot of time at home this week. Since Basically since the, the kids had their last day in school on Monday. So they decided they made this uh, decision. They were going to close the schools um, on as of Tuesday. So we kind of had this day on Monday where all the kids came in and sat all over each other and would not, for the love of God, keep, like, abstand. Bless them. Well, but it's yeah, hard so for I'm kids. In this... well, it's yeah, hard for young people. I... It's not that hard. Like, they're older, <laughs> it's not... my kids. Like, I'm not, t- not talking about little ones. I don't work at a primary school. I'm talking about, like, 16-year-olds no. sitting on each other's laps. Yeah, I know. Get off! Well, yeah, so that's is- the thing, though. They're all they're all hormonal. I'm forty three. I don't. Ha- I've done all the social touching I'm going to need to do in my life. Pretty much most of it. I can understand when eighteen year olds are like, "I, I, we want to sit on each other now. This is our time to sit on each other." I don't feel is, any particular true. urge to sit on anyone. Yeah, at my and age, it is difficult. And apparently, a lot of them did then just go. Um, have a bit of a it wasn't helped by the fact that the weather's been quite nice in Berlin so even though the bars were shut kids could still go and yeah. sit in big groups in the park having corona parties and then have yeah. to sit oh my home. god yeah that is like, um, but, like I mean, it is bad I am joking by them but it is also like it is relatively it's really tough for kids um, I'm finding it tough I'm getting like little emails from them and it's breaking my heart we're all trying to sort out like digitalized learning we don't know how long this is going to go on for the official line is that we'll be back after the easter holidays Mm. i don't know how likely that is i mean i'm just going on what i have i'm not a um a school leader so i'm not in like close contact with the senate but i don't think the 19th of april is looking or like the 20th of april would be the first day back Um, I don't think this is going to stop for ages. I don't think so. So then, of course, it gets interesting with exams because, of course, this is exam season. And in Germany, you've got your two big exams. You've got the... In Berlin, they do an exam called the MSA, the Mittlerschulabschluss, which I guess has other equivalents. So basically, they do that at the end of year 10 at age 16. And then you've got the school leavers exam, the Abitur. And the official line was that um, the MSA exams, they got pushed back by a couple of weeks. And then we were going to keep the Abitur exams as they were scheduled. Some of them happened before Easter. Most of them happened after. Um, But I've just heard today that they've now said no exams at all before Easter. Um, So we'll see. And obviously in the UK, yeah. 
this sort of education system that I come from, they've just like full on cancelled all GCSEs and A-levels. And I'm sort of wondering why, if Germany is discussing doing that, I don't know, because actually, to my mind, the system here sets itself up for that even more so. Like at the moment, the GCSE and A-levels are being based on sort of mock grades and predicted grades, I think, and sort of teacher thing. I don't really know how that's going to work out in a way that's not that is hmm. fair. But um, sorry, and that is not to say that I don't trust. Um, I don't mean fair there. I mean that is not going to cause possibly a lot of legal issues with kids getting grades that they're not happy with. And then I don't know, but I haven't really looked into it. But anyway, in Germany, the Abitur, unlike other systems, is not just your final exams. All my students that are about to do their abitur have actually done two-thirds. They've got two-thirds of the grades that they will that will make okay. up their final grade. And that's and been they like just the last four semesters. Well, this is what I'm asking. Like, it's not ideal. And there's still, like, they have five exam components to do. Yeah. One of which is, like, a cross-curricular thing. But, I mean, for all those subjects, they more than other education systems, more than the GCSE and A-level system, they have been continually assessed since they started the abitur process two years ago. Hmm. So to my mind, if the abitur exams would be cancelled, it's more fair, perhaps. We would have a better idea of how those students were going to fare and the grades that could be given out than with other systems. But that is just my... Yeah, the German then. the Germans like seem to really hang on to this Abitur, don't they? This is the, the Abitur. Germans are like very, very, very into the Abitur, and I actually have been teaching it now for three years, and I really, really, really like it because it is one of the last Western education systems that has not that is not privatized and monetized the assessment system. So it's still done through. It's regulated by the Senat. It is not governed by these huge money-making machines that are exam boards. Um, and it still has a lot, it gives a lot of control to teachers to be able to set exams and create assessments for their students. So I think it's a system better prepared in a way to give kids grades based on maybe not having completed the whole hmm. program, but we will have to see. They don't we, we ask have me to, to make these decisions, strangely. <laughs> <laughs> not my job. We're not like. What's that like random Irish woman who teaches like you know she's done this for three years? Okay, more political news. This is one of the constitutional problems that Germany currently faces because if the Bundestag can't meet and decide laws, then that means that the Germany's political system is under threat. And that would warrant a state of emergency situation. And that would that would mean that the the, the, the Bundestag would switch to being a, this kind of joint committee of only 48 members. Currently, it's like 700 members in real life. Now it's just mm -hmm. uh, 48 members. Yeah. And this, this is what would happen under a state of emergency. That means that a lot of people are saying, like, what happens to, you know, um, our civil liberties and our freedoms in that situation, like the, the constitutional freedoms. No one really cares about this at the moment, but a few <laughs> politicians, few politicians are being starting to say like, this isn't right. Because like, if a state of emergency basically means that the government takes control without the parliament, 
that is the point of a state of emergency. Like the government will say, right, we need more power now to stop this happening, spreading out. Yeah. So it kind of suspends parliament. It partially suspends parliament. And we're in a sort of in-between state before that has actually happened. Yeah, we're in a, it's a kind of, it's like a constitutional um, nightmare because I think Merkel doesn't really want to go that far. To, to and so she's really hoping that she can get away. What we what we what the government is working under now is something called the Infection Protection Act. <laughs> we're, Infection we're like, Protection Act. Yeah. Infection Protection. Um, the, I like it. It's got the, a ring to it. The, the, the Infectionsschutzgesetz, which was it's passed in two thousand and one, which is no. just true of all things. <laughs> so um, I've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> Under the because we as a German, well, you're you're not German, but you are. You live in Germany. You are protected yes. by the German Constitution, I think, yes. which means that you technically have freedom of movement <laughs> and freedom of assembly as a German German person. Ah, right? okay, but that's obviously then I shouldn't have freedom of movement or freedom of assembly because I'll give everyone coronavirus. Yeah, so under the Infection Protection Act, the government does have special powers, which is, it was basically instituted specifically for this situation, for epidemics. And it does give the government powers to restrict those freedoms under the, even under the constitution. So, so, and by the way, it also gives, um, the government some power over your home. The, the, there's an also a freedom in the constitution called the inviolability, inviolability of your home, of a home, which can only be suspended if you're suspected of a crime. So the police can yeah. come and search your house or in the event of an epidemic, in which case that they can make your house into a quarantine zone. Um, so that is like, um, so that they can like, they can just order you to stay in your house, uh, which is, oh, uh, right. and, so that is the sort of legal situation that we're in at the moment. And that is just That's... one step short of a state of emergency. Jeepers. So, Good Lord. Yeah, so there's that. Um, That's what I've that... been doing this week. It does feel like everything is corona-related. And you did tell me that Friedrich Merz had it. And I feel quite bad because I have obviously been bad-mouthing Merz. I'm a bit drunk now. I did a workout. Um, and now I'm having a mega can. Trying to get ripped for the apocalypse. Oh. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, Apocalypse. It's important I'm to, to that stay. <laughs> anyway, so I did Good. that. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Friedrich Merz. Obviously, I gave him a lot of a, a hard time, but I, I genuinely hope that he's, he's all right. I, I wanted to tell you some non-corona news in the German politics. field. still relevant in today's society? <laughs> it depends how relevant you think the AFD is in today's society. Oh, jeez. In the new world. Because, <sighs> obviously, the AFD... Here's the other thing about the coronavirus, is that it, it, it makes everyone feel that they were right all along. So the AFD are saying, <laughs> we were right all along about open borders and immigrants because now look ah they're like they're like now look now look what's happened you've opened oh, the borders sweet jesus christ <laughs> whereas normal people left-wing people <laughs> like us are saying look 
we were right all along because you, sh- you should have put more money into medical infrastructure and a basic income so people wouldn't have this situation in the first place you know like there's a massive economic crisis impending which we'll have to probably have to avoid with some kind of um, basic income for small businesses and freelancers and all that so yeah that was, I just, anyway just, what so I just the noticed. AMT they're all thinking right told you so yeah, but um, the opinion polls for the AFD have gone down. They apparently, in a crisis, no one really does want to want does want an, a, a populist, the right wing, nationalist disrupting party. They want like some firm leadership or at least something, someone calming them. Someone who's not a loon, like for example, Christian Drosten. I was wondering when we were going to get onto him. I, a sort of public service announcement to anyone who is feeling like a high level of anxiety but who does want to feel informed about this you made me aware of this guy actually no you and then another person was like you need to start listening to this podcast anyway he's the the chief virologist of the Charité hospital he does a daily there's a daily interview with him uh, for half an hour and it is genuinely so brilliant i'm obsessed with it he is taking this matter very 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 seriously but what he also does is like refuses to give in to any kind of like weird panic stuff or speculation he's just this whole thing is just being like we don't know this is what we do know can't possibly say stop saying i said that in the media um i can highly 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 recommend it um i'm as you may be able to tell, slightly in love with him, Christian Drosten. He's uh, Christian. He's, he's like a bit of a cult he's, hero as well. Well, he's become like really famous in the last week, yeah, and he's, as he fucking should. <laughs> and hey, what I like about him is he's really articulate and very like, clear in what he says. But the problem with him is, I think, if you don't mind me slightly criticizing him, I wouldn't criticize him. But Don't the problem even. with him is, <laughs> I think that he he often says, "I am not a politician. I am a virologist, and I can only tell you what I know about this virus. And I am saying this and this and this. This this is how it spreads." This is how we know how it spreads. This is how what we're testing for. This and this and this. What I, he says, like I am not in charge of deciding going out whether you should go out or not. Like I'm not in charge of yeah, making a well, political decision. No, like Merkel. because if you have been listening to it every day, like I have been, okay. he does say that, and I think that's really good. And he said things like, "Look, I cannot say yes. You should have a complete closure for the schools because that is not my." area of expertise however he is making it relatively clear now i listened to it today he was pleased to see on his cycle into work yesterday i was listening to yesterday's one this morning that people finally seem to be taking it seriously and that there are not people around and he's made it very clear that you should not be cutting about the time but don't you think there is a danger that he might be giving people a false sense of security no, because I would say the last two episodes I've listened to have been still very factual. And the thing is, he can tell you the hard news in a way that you can cope with it. But he is saying right. five months. And he is saying the... Um, so there's a, a person from the radio, she interviews him. And it's so awful, I can't remember her name. And she's, do- she's doing a really, really good job. Um, 
But she said, so last week, you went to the Spielplatz with your kids. Is that, you know, what, what are you going to be doing this week for, like, fresh air? And he was just, like, opening the windows. Um, so <laughs> I don't think there's much false sense of hope now if you've been listening to recent episodes. Okay. But what he's not doing is, like, random scaremongering. And I, I really, I really do think that he's... Also, like the science that he's putting in, and I'm not a, a science person. Um, probably shown by the fact that I just said science person. So I am supposed to be a words person. I am also a bit drunk. So anyway, you should just listen to Kristen Dawson. Like it is in German, it is a bit complicated, but they also put the transcript up every day. So you could maybe run that through Deeple. And also there's I'm- an interview with him that's been published in English. On the tight. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's become such a figure. I would like a t-shirt off his face. I saw a tweet the other day. It was just like, touch me in the face, Christian Trosten. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Anyway, you were talking about the AFD. Oh, yeah, right. So that, the AFD. Yeah. <laughs> so in some non-coronavirus news is Ooh. that the, the, the wing. Do you know who the wing are? Megan. No, I ring. read about them briefly today, um, but I thought it was just a metaphor in German that I didn't understand. It's like the <laughs> AFD don't want ah. the wings anymore. I was like, well, <laughs> Why? Is so that a lockdown the, thing? The, the, <laughs> the wing has... Um, the wing is a the, like the hardcore group within the AFD that is led by Björn Höcker. They've kind of taken oh, on this... Oh! My least favourite They have sort of dude. taken on... Yeah, he's like they're like the proper Nazi Nazi AFD. He's the one just to just remind Nazi everybody, AFD. isn't he? Right, he's the one who's in Thuringia. He is the head of the AFD in Thuringia, yes. And he's the one that you're uh, legally allowed. A court has ruled you're legally allowed to call him a fascist. And he's also yeah. an ex-teacher. And I would just like to reiterate <laughs> my damning of his choices because teachers are supposed to know better. You right. Write anyway. Um, Sorry. So the 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 <laughs> leadership of the AFD have said yesterday that they want to disband the wing. They want Ooh. to pluck its feathers, if you will, and f- oh. uh, uh, cast them to the wind. And um, th- th- yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, they good. have said. They have said that you know, like the, the like the we're gonna win. We're, we're no longer allowing the win. The reason why they've done that is because the Verfassungsschutz. Who who is the Verfassungsschutz? Do you remember? <laughs> I do know who they. So the Verfassungsschutz are the people who are responsible for. Uh, they're like the 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 internal secret service kind of people, and they make sure that everyone is keeping within the rules of the constitution. Right. And then the, the groups correct? that are not keeping Sorry. within those rules, <laughs> good. Are they and and every year the Professor Shops comes out with a report and they say these groups are not keeping within the rules of the Constitution. We are going to keep track of them. And now they have said they do recently, that on a yearly basis. Like, come on. Yeah, they come up with extremists like neo-Nazis, Islamists, all these people. They just say these are not people that are within the constitution. And then they say we are going to keep track of them for now. And then it's up to the interior ministry to ban them or not. Anyway, so the Verfassungsschutz has decided that they are going to keep track of the wing 
in the AFD. And and in reaction to that, the AFD has decided to ban the wing to try and like basically to try and make it look like they people can still vote for them without thinking that they're voting for extremists. But they are still voting for extremists, if you ask me. Um, of course they are. So that's it's that. insane. Don't yeah. But okay, well, I mean that's I guess kind of good, but it's also just like you, no, after like you it's, don't get to pretend like you're some kind of legitimate whatever just because you've got some proper fascists in there. No, <laughs> exactly. No, not not having it. But I'm relieved to hear, or I'm pleased to hear you say that the, the AfD kind of ratings have gone down. And I just like yeah. Maybe it's just because we're just at the start. Maybe it's because we're sort of new to this and it's all just like hilarious memes and like wearing strange outfits at the moment because we're all self-isolating and we haven't really like properly hit sort of the difficulty of it. But I have to say, this is obviously like a terrible tragedy and there's so many negative consequences, particularly for people that I know are like freelancers and stuff, but the outpouring of like well-wishing and support and community support and people putting up little signs and like helping their neighbours out and organising free soup delivery. Um, I've got a friend who runs like a non-profit feminist uh, space in Northern Ireland and they're just going to like make soup and deliver it to people's houses and like people it's it's just incredible and I think it's, also, yeah. like hotel chains opening up their opening their rooms for homeless people and medical workers. Yeah, um, my sister the, is the, just the my Berlin government. Done. Sorry, the Berlin government no, you... said that they 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 want to uh, they want to find a way of getting the homeless people all off the streets now because to, yeah. to protect themselves. And all. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's all about my like it, the, is, just. Um... My sister's a doctor in Scotland and they have, she's just been drinking free Starbucks coffee for days now. Um, And also she says that so many people um, are bringing food into the hospital and giving them snacks and just really, and oh my God, those videos from Madrid where everyone goes out and applauds the medical workers. Yeah. And then my cousin my said f- she's also a nurse in Canada and, like, people had brought in this big hospital, the big paediatric hospital that she used to work in, a friend for a soldier that families who've got kids in there have got sick children and they had brought in rolls of toilet paper to donate to the nurses who and doctors who were working there. And it's just... Yes. Hmm. I think, yeah, I'm getting a bit emotional. I'm quite drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the moment. This is like a this is like a real moment for society. It's like, how much do you believe in this society or not? Because I are following a lot of um, prepper groups on Facebook, and they are all like, <laughs> "This is it." They are like, "This is it." It's happening right now. The time of their lives. Yeah, and in America, it's a really scary situation because people are buying loads of guns and stuff because they're like, yeah. "This is it." We have to. We have to hoard food, buy guns, and I think that the society is on this um, is is in this is 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 on the on a knife edge between like totally coming together or totally splitting apart. And I think I, you know, like everyone's, I think everyone's it's on going to totally coming together. 
Yeah. Like that. I have well, faith in humanity. So. Well, I really it has do. to. I mean, even 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 bloody Donald Trump has said he's going to have to give every U.S. citizen one thousand two hundred dollars to tide them over a little bit. Nice. Which they because in a time of crisis, either you do socialism or you let society f- fall apart and you just have fucking Walking Dead barbarity. That is that is what like capitalism is a luxury that we can't afford at the moment. And exactly, and I think it, that is that is say. really what we're what we're seeing. Yeah. No one wants the RFD. Everybody wants universal basic income. Yeah. Even the DUP. So let's exactly, say no yeah. to the Walking Dead. Even though Blesser, one of my students, like they're writing me these little like updates. She was like, "I've started watching the Walking Dead." Might not be the best time, but I'm preparing for the worst. <laughs> Don't do that. You're 14. You should not yeah. be watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. I think we should um, wrap up now, Megan. I think we should. I think I need to eat something because I've just cried. <laughs> okay. About it's been emotional. Toilet paper donations. Um, take care of yourself. Take care. Stay apart, but know that you're not alone. That's a beautiful sentiment. Thanks. It's Good night, everybody. Please listen to Kristen Torsten and keep two meters apart from everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.